Welcome to Manufacturing Happy Hour, the podcast where we get real about the latest trends and technologies impacting modern manufacturers. Manufacturing Happy Each week, we interview industry experts that are at the top of their craft and give you the tools, tactics and strategies you need to take your career and your business to the next level. And now your host, Chris Lukey. What's up, folks? Welcome to another bonus episode of Manufacturing Happy Hour. This is another edition of Three Quick Things. It's basically a short episode where I riff on the microphone for maybe about 10 minutes or so about a particular topic to give you three quick, actionable pieces of advice. And since it is the end of 2019, 2020 is just around the corner, and honestly, most of you are probably listening to this in 2020 or at a future date. But since this is coming out on December 30th, 2019, I thought this might be a good time to do not only a quick reflection on the year, but also talk about some habits around practicing gratitude that I use as well as other people in my network use as well that maybe as you move into the new year, you might want to adopt or use to refine your own existing habits. So this is the gratitude episode to wrap up 2019. And hopefully these will be things that any manufacturing leader can use to exercise gratitude in some way, shape, or form. So let's dive right in. The first topic I wanted to bring up is the idea of a gratitude journal. Now, in episode six, Joe Carson, the founder of Pacific Blue Engineering, we were talking about some of the habits that we do on a daily basis to get a jump start on the day. Talked about morning routines, and we also talked about the things we do to practice gratitude every morning. And one of the tools that I had brought up during that time is the five-minute journal, which in my opinion is the best structured gratitude journal out there. And just to give you a little bit of idea of how it works, I'm actually going to pull mine out here on my desk, and I think I'm going to even try to read you an excerpt from it. But as I pull this open here, um, it's a pretty basic format that's meant to be looked at, or I should say written in, for five minutes at the beginning and the end of every day. You list three things you are grateful for. You list what would make today great, three things there. And then you also talk about a daily affirmation, kind of a uh, what I call like a pump-up comment. Then at the end of the day, you wrap up with three amazing things that happened that day, and then one thing that you could have done to have made the day better. So let's see, I'm looking through here. I want to do one that is kind of representative, not too personal. Let's see. All right, I got. I think I got a good one for you. So here's an example of what a typical, uh, of I shouldn't say what a typical day looks like, but here's an example of what one day in my gratitude journal looked like for me. So this is from September 24th, 2019. So the things I was grateful for that day included finally being back at home in San Francisco. I take it, uh, I wrote this when I had been traveling quite a bit. And one of the things I always like to start off with the journal is something pretty simple, whether it's just like, hey, having a hot cup of coffee, having a roof over your head, just really appreciating the basics is usually the way I start. So being back home in San Francisco. Second was people being willing to help with my podcast launch. This was before the Manufacturing Happy Hour podcast came out, so very topical that I was appreciative for many of the people that had been supporting me and jumping on board before the show came out. 
Then finally, I mentioned uh, gearing up to launch manufacturing happy hour in podcast form. So this was, yeah, this was really uh, like a month before we started. So a little redundant there, probably could have picked something different. But nevertheless, those were three things I was grateful for. What would have made the day great for me as a very type A personality? These are usually some accomplishments, big or small, but let's see. So the first one was finishing production of my podcast with Jordan Harbinger and Associated Content. So that was a podcast I had done on my other show. I wanted to get that produced and shipped and out the door. Uh, Second thing that would have made the day great was grabbing lunch with my buddy Peter. So I usually throw something in if I've got a drink coming up with someone or if I've got a sales call or a sales meeting I'm excited about, I'll usually pop that in there. So good example there. And then going to bed at 10 p.m., going to bed early was my last one. So uh, as someone that often tends to uh, work maybe a little later than I should, had to throw that in there. Um, And then a daily affirmation. What do I do? I said that day, I am going to execute like a crazy person starting right now now. All right. So it's uh, pumping myself up to say, hey, I'm going to be disciplined with my schedule. Now, I told you it ends the day with three amazing things that happened that day. What I had said was I got that podcast done, finished that Jordan Harbinger episode I mentioned. Uh, I got new running shoes that day. That was a surprise. I'm pretty athletic or uh, I'm a pretty active person. It's always important to have the tools that allow me to stay fit. And then I mentioned that I had a good 4.2 mile run with the East Bay Beer Runners. Total side note, one of the best beer running groups in the country is located in the Oakland, California area called the East Bay Beer Runners. Very uh, appropriate title. Uh, That's a great way to get a good exercise and a good drink afterwards as well. So uh, nice that we're staying on topic with things that I'm grateful for around beer and uh, manufacturing happy hour. It's not always the way it goes, but nevertheless, I'll finish up just to give you another quick look into my life. How could I make the day better? Be more disciplined with my morning schedule. Evidently that day I was not as productive as I would have liked to have been right off the bat. But I love starting my day with uh, with this tool and ending it as well. But I think starting it, getting off on the right foot and being appreciative for what you have really does help set a good tone for the day. And this uh, this isn't all just, you know, Northern California hippie mumbo jumbo. There are books and things out there that do talk about the benefits of starting your day with appreciation. But at the start and the end of the day, I like it because it just feels good. So keeping a gratitude journal was the first thing I had written down. Second, writing thank you notes. This is another way that I would consider a more other-centric way of staying grateful. I recently wrote a blog post titled, Write a Thank You Note Every Morning. And I don't mean like a long note. Sometimes this could be just like a quick text message that you fire off to someone. One of my pieces of advice when writing a thank you note was to make it your own. That's in the blog post that you can find it manufacturinghappyhour.com slash thank you note. And when I say make it your own, I'll give you my own personal story. If I have the time, my favorite way to craft a thank you note is through a postcard. It's very on brand for me. I do a lot of traveling. It's a way to... It's a way to say something that would just fit in a like a three sentence text message. To be quite honest, it doesn't need to be long. It doesn't need to be depth in depth. It can just be short and sweet. Now, I'd be lying if I said I was able to write a thank you note every morning. Some days it just slips away from me, but I do typically find a way to express gratitude towards someone at least at some point during the day. 
I'll give an example. A lot of companies have some sort of system where you can pay it forward or say thank you to coworkers, like uh, a congratulatory software that a lot of companies have. At least big companies tend to have it. I know my company, Rockwell Automation, does. Anyway, one time I had been pursuing this very large project, and I had help from people in contracts and finance and the business units, people throughout the organization that wouldn't always interface with customers. And I remember... It was probably like six months after that project had closed out. I decided I want to say thank you to some of those people, and I sent it to a handful of folks, and I got one reply that really stuck out. There was an individual that had said, wow, this is the first time I've seen a note like this, and it really made me understand how the work that I do is impacting our customers. Thank you so much. And that's just one tidbit right there. But one thing that I think that can be very impactful with thank you notes is thanking the unsung heroes for things that might seem like little things or things that might just seem like someone's job, but often might not go recognized or often might not be correlated with big results. So writing thank you notes, that is my second piece of advice for expressing gratitude. Then finally, this one's a stretch, but since it's the end of the year, I think it still fits in. Uh, planning ahead. One thing that I think gratitude does, it helps keeps you grounded and, in my opinion, allows you to think bigger. I'm going to reflect back to episode one with Dan Voigt on this one, uh, the CEO over at Blendtec, where he talks about how once a month and on a bigger scale once a year, he really looks at his goals for the year and plans out his goals for the year. So he has goals for work. He has goals for leadership. He has goals for family. He has goals for fitness. And although not necessarily gratitude related per se, I do think it's important to make sure you're taking that time out for yourself to think bigger and think about the things you really want to accomplish. Because when you're doing that and you're executing on that, you will have all the more things to be grateful for. So quick recap. One, keep a gratitude journal. Two, write a thank you note once a day. And three, always be planning ahead. Those are your three quick hits for our end-of-year gratitude episode. This is the second time we've done one of these bonus episodes. I'd love to hear your opinion on them. I don't know if these are going to be a hit. I don't know if they're going to be a flop. But one way or another, I'd love to continue to refine them for your listening enjoyment. Before we wrap up and start singing Old Lang Syne, I want to thank our sponsor for this podcast, Audible. Audible is the largest electronic library for audiobooks and spoken word entertainment. And because you listen to this show, you can cash in on a free audiobook by starting a trial with Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash happyhourpod to claim your free audiobook. And after you do that, my final call to action is to leave a rating and review for this podcast at Apple Podcasts. You can go to manufacturinghappyhour.com slash iTunes in order to do that. Leaving that five-star rating is easy. You just hit that five-star button, but also make sure to hit write a review. It can be as short as one sentence. That feedback, one, helps me learn what I need to do to make the show better, but two, it helps get the show on the map, really helps out with that iTunes algorithm and getting this podcast in the ears of other manufacturing all-stars. And with that, it's time to get rolling. Got another full-length episode coming up for you next week, and in the meantime, stay innovative, stay thirsty, and we'll catch you in 2020. Cheers! for listening to Manufacturing Happy Hour, powered by the Industrial Network.